Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1798. Five things to teach your kids about decluttering by John Schneck with nosidebar.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. And this is the show on which, each day, I read to you from different blog posts that revolve around relationships and relationship building. Thursdays and Fridays are for parenting articles specifically, and we are going to stick to the schedule this week. We had a great parenting article shared in the Thursday show yesterday, and I think you're going to like today's too, courtesy of No Sidebar, which is the super helpful site that covers a lot more than parenting, also minimalism, and uh, many forms of intentional living. So sit back and relax as we jump into this article now and start optimizing your life. Five Things to Teach Your Kids About Decluttering by John Schneck with NoSidebar.com Decluttering isn't hard, but it is emotional. I'll admit that I have emotional connections to things I no longer use or need. With this in mind, it shouldn't be a surprise to see my kids having the same struggle. I have three small children. They each have a special attachment to their things, even the ones they don't use. These may include half-built Lego sets, incomplete board games, broken Happy Meal toys, or figures from shows they haven't watched in years. The reason I know this is because I often position certain toys in a particular manner and investigate to see if they've been moved. I usually do my detective work once a week, and my instincts almost always prove correct. However, when I ask them about these items, there is a sentimental story told in order to keep them in the house. I found myself getting frustrated with my kids' inability to depart with things I would consider unnecessary. It is then that I quickly remind myself I've been struggling with this same attachment for the better part of 30 years, and I immediately show them grace. In an attempt to get them on board, I implemented decluttering days but found that my kids became overwhelmed or ended up rekindling flames with old toys that were once long forgotten. So, in lieu of decluttering marathons, I discovered a few practical ways to get our kids successfully minimizing while not overwhelming them in the meantime. Number one, set a declutter schedule. When I do donation runs, I have my kids grab three toys each that they no longer play with to throw in a bin. Instead of having my kids spend long sessions going through their things, it's much easier and effective to have them get a few things to throw in. This practice also teaches them the act of letting go, even though it's only a few things at a time. Often these items will be small, but in the long run, nine items at once can make a big dent in decluttering your home. Number two, have your kids count their possessions. This is a method that I've used with my eight-year-old, 
One day when I was helping him clean up, I had him count how many books he had. The number was surely in the hundreds, but he did it. Before he accomplished this feat, he was certain that he did not have any books worth parting with. After he had put his hands on each book, he was able to let go of nearly half of his collection. There was a light bulb moment, and he realized he did have more books than he needed. At one point, he chuckled as he passed 95 in his counting exercise. It was quickly obvious to him that he had a lot of books he could part with. Once he passed the emotional hurdle, he found several that he knew he could let go. Number three, create a toy boundary. My son has Legos upon Legos upon Legos. There have been times when Legos are everywhere. We purchased him a set of shelves with three large drawers. Our deal is that he can have as many Legos as he wants, so long as they remain in this space. This method can be scaled up or down with many locations or categories. For example, you may allow your child to keep as many books as will fit on one bookshelf. This works well, and it gives your child a clear boundary to work within. Number four, one in, one out. This system works well during holidays and birthdays when toys come in by the dozens. Give your child two Rubbermaid tubs and inform him or her that when one bin is full with new Christmas or birthday gifts, the other bin must be filled with existing toys to sell or donate. This is typically a good time to do this type of activity because your child will be so thrilled with a large haul of new toys. Filling the bin with old ones won't be as painful. And number five, trade in or up. There are used bookstores and secondhand toy stores that will provide store credit for books and toys that are traded in. The great thing about this activity is that there will not be a one-to-one -one exchange rate. For example, a used bookstore might take five old books in exchange for one that your child is interested in. Before long, this exchange system will have books and toys pared down to only the essentials. Remember, there is a teachable moment each time your child makes the decision to let something go. Encourage your kids that they are not defined by their possessions. Remind them that the less they own, the less that they are required to tidy. Most importantly, use these moments to create a lasting connection with your children and show them the joy that can be found in owning less. You just listened to the post titled Five Things to Teach Your Kids About Decluttering by John Schneck with nosidebar.com. And thank you to John for this post, a great list for sure. And most importantly, full of ideas that children can really resonate with. You know, none of this is so complicated that it's likely to go over their heads, which goes a long way. Now, that being said, this list helps a lot with those practical exterior parts of minimizing. Uh, but as I was reading it, I was thinking about the feelings I had as a child, my internal world, and how it kept me from wanting to get rid of things. You know, in my case, I really had a lot of sympathy for inanimate objects. It felt like a betrayal of sorts to get rid of something, uh, as if I would be hurting this object's feelings. And I still sort of have traces of that in me today. Luckily, I've got it under control, though. Uh, I have very little clutter in my house and am good about not buying or owning too much. But all this to say, whether you're helping your kids to minimize or trying to minimize for yourself and your own sake, Pay attention not just to those exterior solutions, but also what's going on in the inside, your why. Investigate what's underneath and the attachment to certain items, and then change the belief systems if need be. Now, for adults or children who have a very hard time letting go, this could be necessary. 
as they may be keeping the items in place of human connection that they feel they're lacking or some similar compulsion that requires a lot more work. So don't shy away from feelings, folks, I always say. But with that, it is time to get out of here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in as always, especially on a summer Friday. Enjoy yourself today, be safe, and I hope to see you tomorrow for more ORD. That's where your optimal life awaits.